Hello, and welcome to another edition of The One Team We Agree On. I'm Jillian. And I'm Kyle. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. So uh, on today's show, we got a fun show today. This is our final episode of 2023. Where is the time gone? It's been fast. It has been fast, but yet the season was so long. It was so long. Yes. <laughs> but um, on today's show, we are... Um, as we mentioned last episode, we're going to share some of our union gifts that uh, we got for Christmas. Um, and then back by popular demand, the 2023 edition of What If. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it's good timing because I've been watching the What If series on Disney Plus, which if you haven't seen it, by the way, it's pretty good. Shameless plug there. Shameless plug. I'm not sponsored by Disney Plus. But no, <laughs> it's good, though. Um <laughs> And then we're going to finish up with Jillian and I are going to go over each of our top 10 union moments from 2023. Yes, because as the year's coming to a close, it's a great time to do, you know, countdowns and lists like that. So I um, look forward to sharing. And and the fun thing is we did not talk about, we came up with our own, yeah, we you did. know, we, I, he hasn't heard what my top 10 is and I haven't heard, I haven't heard his. So you guys are all going to hear it first. I think everybody knows what my number one is. Yeah, <laughs> I think I probably do too. Anyway. Um, so, um, before we get started, what are we wearing today? Um, so I haven't broken this one out yet. I don't think so. I have my Andre Blake MLS bootleg shirt on. So shout out to them for, of course, creating a great shirt. I know I messaged them and it's like, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who messaged them about it, you know, asking for Andre Blake. Um, but that was one that I was very excited to get. Cause he's one of my favorite union players of all time. And how about you, Kyle? I'm wearing a shirt that I've, I think, I, I'm curious how many episodes I've worn this, but I'm wearing my Come On, You Boys in Blue Collar t-shirt. Love this shirt. It's comfy. It's, it's still one of my all-time favorite Sons of Ben t-shirts. So, again, um, just really, really enjoy this. Hopefully in 2023, we'll have some new shirts. Oh, yes. And, you know, like, I have so many that I feel like I haven't repeated shirts too much on You there. haven't. I have. <laughs> But that's because every time we go to a game or something, I go in the team store. <laughs> and unfortunately, I come out with stuff a lot of the times. Um, but especially since you, you know, when you get to the press box, I'm on my own. I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna go to the team store. <laughs> but um, I do look forward to whatever new merch there will be. And we'll definitely review that when that stuff comes out. So absolutely. Um, before we continue, um, just make sure that you are following us on all the social media platforms we are part of. Um, you know, we love um, to um, interact with people in there. We're on Twitter. Yes, I'm still calling it that. X, whatever, at T-O-T-W-A-G. We're on Instagram and Facebook at the one team we agree on. And we're on YouTube and all your major podcasting platforms. Yeah, so uh, let's kick off here, and uh, why don't we share our gifts that we, uh, this year I think no one gave us any union stuff, so um, yeah. it was just you and I exchanging, so uh, ladies first, and uh, okay. why don't you share what uh, I got you this year? Okay, yeah, actually like none of my relatives or anyone got me any union stuff, but they probably figured I have enough. I think that's how my mom was <laughs> like, do you guys need any union stuff? And I'm like, no, we're, we're good. They're probably <laughs> afraid they'd get me something I already have. Yeah. Um, but I did get a Kelly Green, um, Jason Kelsey jersey for the Eagles, which was amazing. I only got Timberwolves t-shirt. He did. He did. I did like I always like joke that, you know. You have more um, 76 or stuff than I do. Yeah, and I don't have a ton of Sixer stuff, but I have a few things. Yeah. I have an old Kevin Garnett Timberwolves jersey cool. somewhere. But, I always joke that like, yeah, you don't like wear anything Timberwolves. And you're like, but I have the socks. Yeah, whatever. Speaking of socks. Nice. To I actually have one. See, but I actually have <laughs> one. Nice little segue into one of the things yeah. you got me. So I got some union socks from Kyle. And I got now this is a really cool find. This is yeah. really cool. Um, so for those of you just listening and don't you can't see it, it is um the MLS All-Star scarf from 2012 when it was in Philly. And so it has Philadelphia MLS All-Star on the one side there, 2012. And then on the other side, it has MLS All-Star in like really big letters. So yeah. um, so that was an eBay find, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And like, if you guys aren't going on eBay and looking at some of the stuff you can find you there. Can find some yeah. Yeah. So um, I've gotten some things on there for sure. Um, well, we got our um, MLS Cup 2022 uh, 
scarf that, there yeah you can also get some really original created stuff too yeah there's non, non well and that's and that's um that's isn't that where you got yeah so another thing kyle got me is a um bracelet and um that has the union uh logo on there so that's one that's um you know handmade um where'd yeah. you get that one i have no idea it was on ebay <laughs> it's on ebay okay and then also it's not an official union thing but i know some people um pull me for example will appreciate this because you know doing the snake jewelry okay have a um it's like a three it's a three snake kind of thing. It makes me think of the three-headed snake you know three-headed yeah. monster of um our of God's dog, Ua, and Karanza, at least they, we hope them to be. Yeah. Um, so that is a snake necklace. That'll look really good. So that's what I got. And Kyle? Uh, so Jillian got me this uh, Live Brief football t-shirt. It's a little wrinkled. The light blue one. Yeah, um, yeah with the uh, kind of swirly design. Yeah, like I have the sweatshirt that has the design on it. And I've always liked that sweatshirt. Of, of the two shirts, this was my favorite. Um, and I like the t-shirt a lot. Um, I know I have the dark blue version of it. And then you got me the uh, JSP. Um, so it says, yeah, it's the JSP. And it says Union in the background. And then on the back, this was kind of cool. It has dupe and it fades top to bottom. Yeah, I like that dupe back of it. I do too. I do too. I think that's really, really cool. Um, it, it's a really nice shirt. Really comfortable. Really good quality. Yeah, I will say this: like those are very good quality items, like the Live Breathe football and yeah. and the JSP stuff. It's like really good quality. Like um, the light blue sweatshirt that we all saw Jim wear yeah. before and everything. Like yeah, it was a little pricey, but it's actually like really comfy and nice quality. Can I just say something about Jim Schwag? Uh, the one thing I really liked was that coat he was wearing there touring the playoffs. Oh, yeah. But it was like, what, $4,000? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so no, we will not be getting that and rocking that. Yeah. And uh, why don't you share one of our final gifts that, uh, oh, yeah. that we share every year? So as you know, since I guess... 2021 we've i've been doing these collages the photo collage yep yep of the season and this year's theme was friends we made along the way because we've been talking about friends so we have a lot of pictures that we took throughout the year that we've posted on instagram facebook and uh yeah last year was a lot of just us this year it was kind of just friends we've made um from 2023 so yeah so shout out to our friends who made it onto the photo collage which is a lot of them um yeah and i know as we're recording this today happy birthday rich ransom yeah. he's on there birthday rich yeah um we got shelby and todd we've got our other friend todd kyle's uh bestie um we've got basically a big crew of people here we got jimmy we got jimmy we got mike we got jose we got elvia and we also have Polamy and Valerie on yeah. there. Um, and there's a few, there's a picture of us in Colorado there too, um, yeah. which was super fun. Um, so that's always fun to um, look at there. And uh, yeah, so amazing memories we made this past year. Really, um, so, uh, hey, comment, share. We'd love to see what group stuff you got uh, for uh, Christmas, um, and order the holidays. So, um, I know the union put something out and some people were sharing. So, mm -hmm. Hey, feel free to comment on our page and, sh and share with what you got. All right. Now for some fun, uh, the 2023 edition of what if, so if you remember last year, um, kind of like we kind of played off the Marvel thing last mm -hmm. year. And, uh, we asked you guys to submit some of your what ifs now. We don't like to be speculative and hypothetical on this show, all right? Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to be today. We're going to have some fun with this. So basically how it's going to work, I'm going to read like, what if, and we're basically going to say, like, based on what our feelings are, our opinions, how this will have played out throughout the year, all right? All right. So the first one is actually one I, I kind of had brought up as an example, and that is what if Andre Blake hadn't gotten hurt injured early in the season uh against colorado i mean chicago chicago chicago, chicago. um so for me if if andre honestly if andre does not get injured we don't lose that game in montreal do we win it maybe maybe it's a draw maybe it's a draw but it's a point yeah and we know how important like each of those points was towards the and end. then maybe 
maybe Orlando's a point. Yeah. And so, yeah, we definitely don't drop as many points, I think. I don't think we drop as many points early in the year. I also think, you know, he had kind of some – didn't he have like a reoccurrence a little bit? But it didn't really – it kind of healed up a yeah. little bit. But, but but the long story short is, you know, then we don't drop those points. We we get a different seed in the playoffs. And who knows team. what happens there. Yeah. Maybe we beat them. Maybe we get a higher seed. You know, I mean, there's a lot of what ifs on that. And that's why we do this. The important thing is, I think early on, it kind of dampened a little bit the tone of, oh, this is. Yeah, because it's like, well. And no offense, Joe Bendick, but it's kind of like, oh, great, you know? Well, I think at his age, it was kind of the door was closing. I mean, Joe was fine in, in sporadic moments, but that's what yeah. he is. Joe was good in sporadic moments. So for me, yeah. my what if is maybe we get a couple more points. We, we at, don't drop that. Oh, another one. We don't drop that game against Orlando, though, probably at home. That's the one I'm sorry. Yeah, about. I know. But, like, the big thing is they're that home streak. Yeah, that if we don't streak. lose the hem streak, very good. Yeah, we don't break uh lose the hem streak. And you know, again, maybe we get a couple more points here throughout the year. Maybe he, you know, gets back and who mm -hmm. knows, maybe it just is a confidence thing. So I think mm -hmm. the the seed, the points, especially as tight as East was this year, I think we get a better playoff seed. And then who knows? Mm -hmm. You know, who knows what happens. So yeah. again, we're not gonna do the what if and tell the entire story, but yeah, we'll tell our version of it. So. I'm going off script for a second. Okay, go from it. Because I got a what if for you. What? What if we still had Stuart Finley this year? Uh, I think, and this goes to another question I'll get to. I think if we still had Stu, I think Jim rotates the center backs a little bit more, especially, and then maybe you have Glessons for the playoffs and he's 100%. I also think, He's definitely going three in the back a lot more mm -hmm. with those with Stu with Damien, but I think you see a lot more rotation in with the center backs. And I don't want to say this, but does he occasionally put Elliot at the eight? I hope not, but <laughs> that would be a wild one. No, no, he doesn't do that. But I think you would see a lot, little bit more rotation with the center backs. I, I think that would be a big one. Yeah, and the thing is, it stinks like. Uh... Man, Stu missed uh, that opportunity, just just missed it. But that being said, I love Damian Lowe, though. I'm glad we have him, and, you know, he did a good job. Damian was a, a pleasant surprise mm -hmm. with a very underwhelming free agent class this year. So Yeah. Um, the next one, uh, this came off of Twitter. This is from uh, uh, Niche Nurse. Niche Nurse. Is her uh, Twitter handle. Yeah. What if Kai would have punched? Bobby Winstead. I, I like this question. So yes, this is a good one. So shout out to you, uh, and, and thank you, uh, for your um, what if, um, if you all remember, we well, we all even need to go into this. Everybody that's listening to this, Union fans, knows what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first leg of uh the first game of the uh, playoffs. Um, what if Kai punched Bobby Wood? Well, I, go ahead. Well, and like. Obviously, I don't think he'd be as vilified as he was by the fan base. I mean, people would be disappointed for sure in him, you know. Right. You know, um, but, you know, punching the guy out of frustration and using racist language, two different things. Now, I'm not condoning the violence, but it's sad that you like people would actually be less pissed probably if he punched Bobby Wood. I kind of feel that way. Well, we know that the, you know, front office was upset with MLS that they did not, mm -hmm. you know, at least hand down some discipline to Bobby Wood. Again, doesn't excuse Kai. No. Um, to me, I would say if Kai, Kai punches Bobby Wood, I still think he's done for the playoffs. Well, I, don't he's, think, he's, I don't think we get Kai. He's so going to get a vibe you know, violent conduct. And, so he, 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 first of all, and, then, and if that happens, actually, he's not finishing out that game. He's immediately off the field, you know, immediate red card. We're playing down a man. We and, might end up losing then in that last, I mean, well, actually it wasn't that, but it was at the very end, but still like, who knows? Yeah. I would say this, I suspended. So it really doesn't change this. Yeah. Let's talk about the contract in the off season. Um, 
I think his persona amongst the fan base has changed a little bit. Obviously, like you say, he's not vilified. How do the union mm-hmm. go against, you know, okay, I mean, obviously, how does that affect his contract situation? That's a good question. I, I don't know. What I will say is I think, you know, it, it doesn't leave such a bad taste in people's mouth, obviously. Yeah. But I do still think you don't, it's not like a one game suspension and we get him back for Cincinnati. Now, I yeah. think he would still be gone for the playoffs, but maybe his legacy isn't as tainted and maybe he, because people can write him like, hey, he's frustrated. Yeah. He was frustrated, like, you he know, defending his family, yada, yada, yada. And maybe he's like an unsung hero and the pay guy chance still goes. Yeah. I mean, that's how I look at it. But that's an excellent, yeah. excellent, excellent one. All right, our friend Todd Lewis uh, from Free Kick has a couple. Uh, his first one, what if the Union do not blow the 2 nothing halftime lead versus Cincinnati at home late in the season? This is an excellent one. Yeah. And I, I want to get on this. So the Union don't blow that lead. I think, A, that is a massive confidence boost for the squad because they look confident that first half, yeah, and did. then they played – then they played scared. I mean, I thought the second half they were too conservative and played scared. And yeah. we've talked we talked about that after that game. I think that's a confidence boost. I don't think we go on a draw streak. Because yeah. then it was like, oh, what are we doing? Now we're playing not to lose rather than you got punched in the mouth. And now you're playing not to lose rather than okay, we just beat the supporting shield uh winner at home. I think that's a massive confidence boost. And to that point. Now you go back to Cincinnati at that game, all right? Yeah. And I think the Union are a lot more confident. Maybe Ua doesn't miss that sitter. Yeah. Maybe we sneak out a point. Maybe we head on to Columbus. Do we beat Columbus in Columbus? Well, we drew them. So there's another what if. Do we go play LAFC at home? I I, I would love to have seen that. I thought that mm-hmm. – I think that would have been amazing in the atmosphere and everything. But I think the confidence of this team is a lot different. I think maybe that draw against LASC, maybe that draw against Nashville at Snooze Fest does not happen. Don't know about some of those other draws, but hey, I mean, I think that's a big. I don't even say we didn't go and draw fest, but you know, like we did have a bunch of draws, like that game against like Dallas. You know, I think we're much more confident team and public service announcement. Okay. Um, Let's not chant overrated at the opposing team as they're going in the locker room (laughs) to halftime. Okay. That pissed me off. (laughs) Okay. Don't do that. Do it at the end of the game when you beat them. Okay. This Don't is get... the second time you've said public service announcement on this. Man, this is like you've gone on around this like three times, man. We need to make a t-shirt out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though, like do not chant. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, second one. What if the union had never learned Brandon Craig to Austin? Easy. I don't think he gets in anyway. Okay. So <laughs> as you know, Union, um, basically loaned him the thought was as jim had said he gets playing time now so what happens he goes to austin austin goes and uh signs my hedges after he's been there i believe i think that's who they they got another center back and uh yeah brandon craig never paid the transfer didn't go well we got zip out of it because he never played yep and so if he never gets played does he play at all maybe he plays in the league's cup I don't think so. I don't think Jim really. I think we also I think Brendan rotated. <laughs> I just think he just sits there yep. and doesn't play. And regardless, I know a lot of people that follow the U twenties and follow, um, you know, U two love him. And I, and what I've seen from him in those loves, he's done some decent stuff. I yeah. just don't think Jim rates him as high with the first mm-hmm. team, and it's the reality of the situation now. Does what does that mean going forward? I, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe he gets some time this year, and maybe Makanya is the one that is now kind of growing and developing. I don't know, but 
We'll see. But I, I don't think he plays at all. Uh, in fact, I would say he's going to sit there. Yeah. So um, that was that. Um, and then this one uh, from Twitter again is from Pat in the Hat, um, who always listens and comments. We appreciate Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, what if Jim had rotated better? Uh, this was like the common theme, and you saw it too. Like people would like text me and like, hey, what if Jim, I think. I think there was like five or six of these. So what if Jim had rotated better? We might have had a little less fatigue. That's definite. <laughs> I think if we rotate better, maybe again at the end of the season, we're not getting some of them draws. Maybe we don't have as many injuries yep. going into things. Maybe we get up higher in the stand. I think what if we're we're higher up in the standings? I think maybe we see a little bit more development from some players. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Yeah. Like we would have liked to have seen a little more development. Like, um, you know, we saw, for instance, Joaquin Torres. Okay. Like mm-hmm. we didn't really get to see him do as much. There were times where it was good for him to get in. Like it made sense. I'll tell you what, again, I said this on this podcast when I saw him at practice and then when he came in against low block against mm-hmm. um in, in the playoffs, that if if that's like him coming off the bench and doing that, okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. However, again, you know, and this is brought brought by Todd. I think Jose's brought and Mike's brought it up. I think other people brought it up. You know, he's so one footed. He's just mm-hmm. very. You can take him out of the game very easily. As much as he can create sometimes, mm-hmm. he's just one too one dimensional. Um, however, I getting back to that question, Pat. Um, I think if Jim Jim rotates a little bit more, maybe we're a little bit fresher. Yep. We're a little bit, you know, better throughout the year. And hey, the union go on and make maybe a deeper run in the playoffs and yep. get a little better seat again. Kind of like our very first question. So yep. thanks again. For your question. Um, and now from everybody, Jose Nunez. What if Perea had stayed and been utilized? Yeah, well, the thing is, um, I, I know I was really disappointed. I want to see more from him. And he had um shown some really good stuff, I thought, like when he scored. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was it? he had two goals in what it was the one uh CCL game, right? Yeah, and he had a goal against Orlando. I mean, yeah, he, he performed well at times. Yeah, and obviously he fit in well up at NYC, but um yeah, I think he would have had a chance because remember when we were actually kind of hurting in the midfield there, like we had just uh loaned out Odata pretty much and Perea was gone and then it's like oh man we could have actually used them now can i can i add to this uh what if i what if we don't loan out odada and Perea? number one now if we don't loan out odada and Perea, mm-hmm. i think our midfield during the year yeah is a lot better we're able when we have knocks and suspensions yeah. mm-hmm. to rotate a little bit more i think Perea is a viable option off the bench at times mm-hmm. however Again, he doesn't fit the system. Well, why isn't Jim rotate and depth his system? That's another question, mm-hmm. another what if for another time. I would say that, again, he provides us a weapon. And, hey, once again, going back, maybe we win some of those nil-nil draws or mm-hmm. those 1-1 one, one games. Maybe he's that spark, gets us his points. Again, you're going to see, folks, that the common theme with me is they're getting more rotation. They're able to make a dip, deeper run in the MLS. Maybe we win that away game at, you know, at New England, um, the end of the season. Cause like, yeah, you know, when Martinez is suspended, you know, we could have really used him. Exactly. So uh, again, that's a really good question. Um, so that was that one. Um, and then finally, um, buddy, Jimmy King, congratulations on winning, um, uh, like a oh, lot of categories. I mean, yeah, here. you won a lot of categories. Yeah. So congratulations, dude. Really happy for you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you haven't checked out his work on PSN, he does great coverage uh, of the Philadelphia Union on that site. And uh he was, I guess, MVP and writer of the year. Well deserved. Very well deserved. So congratulations. Um, but yeah, um, 
he Jimmy kind of did a little thing. So he kind of was doing foreshadowing. He was kind of out and looking at 2024 mm-hmm. kind of current. So let's have some fun and then we can come back to some of these at, at, at the end of next year's episode. Um, What if the union plan to go into the season with the roster they have? Now, I'm going to have a little fun with this. That means Anj, uh, Kai and Ally do not come back. So right now we have Matt Real as our left back and Buenos, you know, our star our, our, takes over for our spot. What if? Well, um, so if the union are going to do that. Um, Not only that, the goalkeeper situation too. Yeah, we got Holden Trent. Uh, uh, J-Mac we, Daddy's not coming back. He's not coming. Mm-hmm. Dang. I was kind of hoping for it. And then we either have Andrew Rick who – Honestly, let's start giving him a shot. Why not? Why not? Um, I mean, but honestly, I think that's why they drafted that third guy to kind of be like the hold, Holden's kind of, I think, Holden. If, if that's the roster. I think if we go into the season with this roster, uh, I don't know how deep we make it in the tournaments. Maybe we make a couple semis. I think there's a regression. Would I you do. go with Holden, Trent, or Andrew Rick uh, as a backup? I don't know if Andrew Rick, as good as he is, is ready for first team. Yeah. And we don't know what Holden is. Yeah. Because Andrew uh, Rick's like 17, 18. Whatever. I, think, I think Holden could be something. He's at least played in college and everything. He's a little more seasoned. But again, his development was derailed by his injury. I think yeah. if we go into season, I still think we get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we host playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if we really make any major noise. I think there's a regression, uh, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, what that regression would be, I don't know. Um, but I would say probably 10 less points. So now you're mm-hmm. probably looking low 50s, high, well, definitely in the 40s. And again, you sneak in, you know, one of the lower seeds, and now you're hosting best of three. Uh, you're not hosting the best of three, so mm-hmm. you're going to get one home game. I mean... There's definitely going to be a regression. Yeah. Um, uh, and then another one, uh, but this one kind of play off of this. Uh, what if Ernst writes his wrongs and brings Ali Bedoy back for one final season? Well, I think the um, leadership that he provides is one of the biggest things, honestly. So if... Ali comes back. I think now you have another viable option to play 20 minutes. All right. Mm-hmm. I think now maybe you're back up in that top four of the Eastern Conference. I think his leadership provides a little, he provides midfield depth. Mm-hmm. And I think now you're feeling a lot more confident because he's going to be that transition bridge to the next captain, whoever that may be Glesnus, Elliot, um, Blake. Uh, you know, I think that's that's something he he's that transition voice. Uh, for me, I think if he comes back, he, the union still stay on top uh, of where they kind of currently are. Even with now, Kai's going to be a big loss, mm-hmm. so maybe we drop maybe five instead of ten. But I still think Ali's leadership is good for at least, you know, some points and some wins. Yeah, I mean, and I really do hope they bring Ali back, you know. I want him to be able to, like, retire from our team, like, on his terms, you know, and, like, you know, have a kind of a farewell tour here, sort of. Yeah. Um. What if this is one. What if Ronza gets sold and the union don't bring in another striker. Oh, are you confident with Ua, Baribo, Donovan? And then, I mean, is it Stas who they draft in the second round? Is it Quinn? I mean, I mean, we've seen what Quinn hey, can do. Is it, I is mean, it Jose Riasco coming back? Is that actually going to happen? Well, that's another what in itself. What is yeah. Riasco? Um, well, the thing is, okay, we barely got to see Ty do anything. I mean, I'm interested to see what he can do given, like, you know, um, uh, an actual, you. like, yeah, actually start with us on time and be in shape, you know, same as the other guys and all that. Um, so I'm interested to see what he can do. Um, 
I honestly would love to see Quinn get some time. You know, he really showed some good stuff um, late in the season there when he was getting opportunities. Um, but, um, do they? But man, you're not gonna. I mean, Julian had some really, really great goals last year. I mean, gosh, that's this three play off of each other, both in good and in bad. So you get rid of him, you have to find somebody. So how many of Julian's goals were on Todd's top ten goals list? There, a there lot, a few, so, and not even all of them were so on there. He sold that early season CCL, and that tough stretch right to be in season. That that's going to be a little rocky. I'm going to tell you that right now. Some of those wins and draws probably going to end up being else. So and here's the thing, like okay, we're going to sell Julian for like all this money, but then what are we, you know, what's going to happen? We're not going to reinvest that and like get it, signing someone else, you know, like if, if it's going the way it's like, really, what did we do after, you know, the Aronsons? Like we got all those, all that money. We got all those players. I mean, they run. We did somewhat, but I'm saying like, yeah. Good question. Because, well, I mean, yeah, we got Ua. We got Ua. He was a big part of the 2022 season for sure. We could probably use crowns of money. So um, I went through yeah, Brown, so. I just want to see it like Some, invested yeah. well. That's what I'm saying. Like, I uh, no, I get what you're saying. And so what does happen? But I'm saying, you know, I think, you know, if that happens, it's going to be tough. Now, it could also be we sell Karanza, everybody's gloom and doom, kind of like. What Lots happened. of broken hearted females everywhere. Yes. Um, <laughs> but honestly, and then boom, we sign another striker out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we use that U twenty two initiative. Did people all see like Carranza having the no. season he did last year? I mean, I mean, twenty twenty two. I mean, geez. I'm talking about it to everybody. Like when he when we got rid of Casper, it was like, okay, okay. we get this Ua guy. I mean, he'll, yeah. he'll give a spark. But then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, Carranza's going to be kind of that whole player. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, point being, we, have an open we, mind. We didn't know what would happen. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, yeah, I think it. I think there's a lot right now at this point. There's a lot of questions, and we just need to see how the uh, you know transfer window plays out. Yep. So anyway, that's what if for 2023. Hope you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, but we don't want to leave on. So there's a lot of gloom and doom I fell on that one. Of, wow. But I had fun doing it. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, um, we'll soon hear what is going to be the situation with Ali and Kai and, you know, anything else going on. So, and I'm also excited to find out, you know, what the new kit is. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I know. When did they drop last year? I forget now. I forget. It was either January beginning. Yeah, so looking forward to that. February, because I remember they dropped it, and then we were down Subaru the following week. Yeah, it was like. So anyway, all right. So we're gonna do our top ten union moments now. Um, this wasn't necessarily like game moments, like goals and stuff. This is just like the overall, you know, experience. At least that's kind of how I looked at. It. But a lot of it's from the games. But again, uh, Kyle hasn't heard my list, and I haven't heard his. So I guess me to go first yeah okay so and i i honestly like revised this a few times because there's like a lot of moments that were really awesome um so i had to like kind of whittle it down a little bit okay so at number 10 um kyle getting his head shaved for saint baldrick's oh really yeah um that was also it was a rainy night that was the night we um had the parley jerseys as i recall and um you know so that was uh it was April. that night yeah yeah so that rainy night and um you know who had his hat trick and all that but um yeah so that was just um you know great cause and i mean honestly i could fill the whole um top 10 with like tailgate and like you know stuff like that yeah. you know all the different things with our friends but um no that was cause yeah live strong staff and um you know, alumni, they loved that I did that when I shared that with them. They thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, number nine, the dog running on the field versus Allianz in that CCL game. <laughs> we remember that. That 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 uh that was so CCL. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, that dog. Well, I, no, we don't know if it's dead, but uh... um, no, I think I heard it got adopted or something. Oh, that's I don't know. I think like I heard that somewhere, but yeah, hey, you know, it's not Concacaf without. I didn't mean it's right. Hope he's have. I hope he's living his best life. Yeah. Um, number eight. So, um, the away game at NYCFC. Um, when Julian had the two quick goals. Um. Like right before the half, I mean, first of all, the ball that was sent down, I think Jack Elliott sent that down and, and, you know, just boom, like, and this was, we were down one, nothing. And all of a sudden, like right towards the end of the first half, boom, Julie knocks in and then another quick one in like the stoppage time or whatever. So we go into the locker room at half up two to one. And then remember, and we like, the crowd was like, was just well, like, they weren't but... all crying. Remember, then all of a sudden, and then, then, then NYCFC fans start fighting with our yeah, they tried to side and they got thrown out. Yeah, that was a fun away trip. And then uh, Damian Lowe comes in the stands at the end, they like, Yeah, say hi to somebody, and like, Yeah, it's awkward. He just climbs into the stands and just like starts talking to like, I think it was like somebody that he probably knew. somebody knew, but it was, was... somebody that knew Andre too. So, so the fact that like our away now, of course, this is at you know, um the Mets stadium, you know, and, um, so we're at city field and like, we're like down by the field. Like we're just near like the goal, like where those two Mm -hmm. goals happened too. like how close we were was kind of surprising. Um, but that was a really fun away trip. We just drove up ourselves. Um, but that was really fun. Um, number seven was Jesus Bueno's game winner in PKs and leagues cup versus New York Red Bulls. Yeah. When he was like the final one, you know, to knock that in, he had scored. It was the previous, the previous league leagues cup game against DC that went to PKs. And I know Jesus Bueno had a goal in there and then it came down to Baizo and yeah, Baizo so scored the game winner. And that was, that was really fun too. Cause it's like, Oh, Baizo's taking one. All right. And he did it, but um, yeah, Choo Choo, you know, getting that in there at the end, that was a really good one. Plus, against uh, Red Bulls, I know like Andre saved like one of them. I think that one of them got hit out by the goalpost and stuff. Yep. So anyway, um, so that was fun. Um, number six was again an away trip. Um, the Andre Blake Jacob Glessness save sequence. Um, at um, um against DC. Yep. Okay. Um, that was that whole road trip. Um, you know, went with Polamy, um, and you know, and those guys, and like that was super fun. Um, we um, we had a really good view of that because where we were in the way supporters section, mm-hmm. but like how like Andre stops it right there at the goal line, and then Benteke like hits it in again, and Blessness gets it out, and just that whole thing. That was like yeah. one of the top. Like I know that was a candidate for like save of the year, you know, and yeah. yeah. Um, so that was really good. Um, just that whole road trip was fun. Um, and um, number five, you'll like this one, Kyle. Mikel Ua's hat trick in the Parley jerseys versus Toronto in the rain. Yeah. That whole game, that was, yeah, it was cold and rainy, but we had a good time. Um, it was an excellent. But seeing Mikel Ua have that hat trick and we're thinking, oh, man, here we go, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, let's see, number four was – and this is okay. I'm gonna count this because it was Union Two, but whatever. The whole like experience of the Union Two versus Wrexham game, especially like after the rain, like during the rain delay, which was pretty yeah. fun in the tunnel, and then afterward when we were like, you know, most people weren't there anymore, and we were a bunch of us were just like gathered in the middle of the um, you know, River End, and you know, doing our chants and everything, and that was so much fun. That was a fun time. Yeah. Um. Okay. Number three. Um, you'll probably be surprised I didn't rank this higher, but, um, and I kind of lumped this together, um, the drum strikers of Stuart Finley. And then the following, I think it was the following game, Yeah, Jason Kelsey. (laughs) And I thought I was like really excited that Stu was back and we got to like talk to him at the end of the game and everything. Mm -hmm. Having him come out was awesome. That was like, I think our first game back after we'd been away, Colorado. But yeah, that um, that was just a fun night. Just didn't see Stu. Yeah. I, I really liked that. And then of course, the Kelsey one was fun because it stands with us. It was yeah, great. that was cool to see. And like we we were listening to New Heights driving down, and we made the remark like, "When's he gonna bang the drum? He'd be perfect forever that he needed to come bang the drum because he would and he would love being in the River End." And sure enough, he came in the River End. Well, they were kind of back too, and I was like, I remember I was like, "Yo, they're back. Good happened, you know." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, then it did happen." 
yeah, so that was epic. So I kind of lumped that together. Um, number two, um, I mean, I could pretty much say the whole time we were away at Colorado, like yeah. everything we experienced there, we had that comeback, like we were down one, nothing. Um, then there was that Kai goal, which was really good. Um, and then Julian had that really good goal, um, for Madeline yeah. ways. And, um, of course ended with that whole brawl at the end. Um, yep. it was funny. Jesus Bueno had a red card, you know, but that whole thing and the, one of the other guys had a red card and just like all the fun times though we had yeah. you know we went to the phillies game we went obviously the union game we went hiking you know we hung out with todd and shelby just the whole thing was super fun um and number one <laughs> my favorite moment of the season was jose martinez's screamer versus orlando <laughs> nice yeah yeah that, that should have been goal of the year he was ripped off that should have been goal of the year but anyway, I mean, how can you not love that moment? I mean, I've watched that clip so many times. Those are some solid moments. I I, I will say uh, there are very a lot on my list as well, but there aren't either. Um, so, but that's a very solid list. So for my list, um, I kind of did it a little differently. Mm -hmm. uh, but number ten for me is the dog on the field. <laughs> nice. Uh, I thought that was a very just it was just such an unexpected moment. Right. And like I said, uh, you know, the shout out to that dog. I hope he's living his best life. So that was number nine. I mean, number 10. Um, let me go back. I have an honorable mention. OK, because I'd knock one off because of another one that I kind of was going back and forth with that. Mm -hmm. And that is Jim Curtin's comment of. Yeah, not good. Oh, that's the, a good the, one. the moment that keeps on giving. I mean, we yes, use it, it on our show. Other people have used it on their show. It's a, it's a meme. I mean, we have so many great memories of that. We do. Yes, we've used it so many times. Oh yeah. Um. So number nine for me is Nathan's Harriel's set piece development this year. Ah. So, you know. Nathan Harrell last year was kind of, you know, just, you know, him and Biza were fighting it out for that right back position this year, especially during the League's Cup, especially during times during the year. He was kind of, I felt it maybe, maybe low as well, but just to see his development. And every time I would ask Jim about it, and it usually was after a header, I'd ask him this question. And Jim, I think kind of towards the end, was like, oh, Kyle's going to ask me this question about Ariel's <laughs> development. You know, I think Jim really was comfortable with him. I mean, he he just missed that one in Cincinnati. Yeah, he uh, did. Ugh. So, I mean, just to see his development becoming very good at set pieces is a very good weapon moving forward for the union. It is. So that was my number nine. Number eight, Chris Donovan's goal against um, New <laughs> England. Oh, yes. New England, just because that game was like, you're like, oh, here we go. Game three, this is going to go to the PKs. We're probably going to end up going in out of nowhere. Boom, Chris Donovan uh, makes a good run. I thought about putting that one on my list, too. That and another one. For I him. mean, because that guy's on the next round. Very clutch moment for Chris Donovan. Um, and, you know, just to see him kind of develop, I mean, he he – he's developed this year I, i'm curious to see if he takes that next step because you're gonna need it in, in 2024 so uh number let's see it's number seven and this is gonna shock a lot of people um brujo's goal against orlando city yeah i have it in at seven mm -hmm. um beautiful goal Mm -hmm. deserved to be goal of the year um just the way it knuckles in it's awesome his mm. first goal was a great moment uh and, and an important moment but for me there were more favorite moments now how loud was i screaming when he did that because that was we were watching it from home because it was away i was downstairs doing something <laughs> and i'm like oh my god he did it and I, he come did. Running downstairs. I was like oh my gosh yeah. i was like screaming um, so, uh, number six for me is Choo Choo's development, especially in League's Cup. Nice. Um, just to see him throughout the course of the season, because and for me this was important because even as of last year and year before, I always liked what I saw out of Jesus Bueno, and now to see him develop into what he's been and the patience. Like when I asked him that question, he talked about patience 
and just having to earn a spot in U2 and then just having to take that time to develop. But, and now to see where he is, where he's now going to be hopefully moving forward, a contributing factor on that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. first team. So that was really awesome to see, especially during League's Cup to him take that next step. When and it came a point when Ali was out, you really didn't worry because, yep. you know, Choo Choo was going to be there. Um, so I'm curious to see what that looks like. And, and he was such a plug and play guy. You could use him in many different. So his growth and development is going to be key for the union moving forward in 2024. And then at number five, uh, the away trip to Colorado. Yes. Um, kind of same thoughts you had. I mean, I know for me and Todd down there with just Jim and like this tiny, probably about the size of our room in here, uh, again, interview questions with him. Um, just, you know, getting to see my mentor after so many years, uh, going hiking, uh, just going around. It was such a fun, it's a quick trip, but it was such a fun trip. It was. So um, just a lot of cool moments from that trip in some place I'd like to go back. Um, number four, uh, it's an Andre Blake save. Um, Andre Blake versus Chicago is one of my favorite moments. Oh, yeah. So if you remember. Oh, my God. Andre, it's like burned into my brain. Andre's one. down. And everybody's screaming. Players are screaming, like, to stop because he's down in pain. Yeah. And Kai Kamar gets a fast break. He's heading down the field. And here you see Andre. Hobbling. Hobbling, literally, on one leg. Like, that's burned into my brain, seeing him and do then, that. And then just, and Kai puts a shot on that. And Andre just slides out and, and hits the shot and then just lays there. Like, that for me is, I mean, has he made more spectacular saves? Yes. But to say that, you know, to show where he's hard on the sleeve for his club. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, he was just, like, sacrificing himself out there. Like, just, like, for me watching that right there, like, it was right in front of us. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. It, like, you knew he was in pain and like yeah it's like no hundred i was like oh god oh god oh god and just like i said that image has been burned my brain just him like you know like hobbling over trying to save and like and doing it though and it's just like wow i mean yep that was respect that, that was a superman moment um yeah number two uh number three uh chris donovan's goal versus Cretero. yes we were watching that from vermont on my laptop yeah, talk about at that store, Chris Dunn, once again, and Jim said, made to run in the box, puts the ball in the net, and, you know, there's that goal where you're like, oh, my gosh, Chris Donovan. Chris Donovan was our savior twice. Question, is it Chris Donovan or Chris Donovan? Donovan. <laughs> oh, my Sorry, goodness. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> um, if he can start making it, there's a vital piece late in the game. If he can yeah. continue to develop like that, you know, you never know. He saved us from going to PKs in that game. And then had no one on that bench. Remember, Jim? Yes, we were really like, oh, crap. We're like, who? So thank you, Chris. I mean, that that's great momentum. It's too bad we went and got, like, you sure, know, but destroyed we, in that they, had that, they had that moment. Yeah. Chris Donovan had two great moments. I mean, yeah. What a guy. And then number two, uh like say uh in DC. Um that whole defensive sequence is still probably one of my favorite defensive sequences. Of yeah, you had to watch that. I um, had to like, watch from that. afar. I was at the game and you were not. So that's my number two. And then number one, I mean, okay. I know what it's gonna be. It is what you think it's gonna be, everybody. It's it was hat trick versus Toronto. And I mean, for that moment, having watched him. You know, from afar and just studying who he was, even before we signed him, mm-hmm. and just seeing some his highlights, like that was vintage Ua from Bromby right there. That mm-hmm. was vintage Ua from Bromby. And we also got one of the greatest Sean Johnson memes. The yep, Sean Johnson just standing there after that third goal, looking distraught and being like, when taking the bag goes wrong. And also, we got great pictures of like Ua in the rain, like. Yeah. Um, pull me, you know what I'm talking about. This is our top 10. Tell yeah. us what you, your favorite moment is. It was tough to whittle it down to 10. There were so many, I mean, we had so many games. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a lot of fun moments like, um, you know, doing the, uh, beat the bull thing. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a lot of good times just like at the tailgates with everybody. Um, you know, the, the, 
away trip to Red Bulls when we went up with Todd. That was a good time. Yep. Um, you know, there are all sorts of things. Um, meet the team night was fun. Um, so it yeah. was a good time. It, it was, was a very good time. And so what is your favorite moments of 2023? Please send us, uh, share your top 10 moments. So, all right. So um, that is all the time we have for today's episode. And before we go, we just want a, a couple announcements. First, um, uh, Jillian and I will be in LA with Todd Lewis um, at the United States Soccer Coaches Convention. We got some, you, you and I, some of the guests we've reached out to already and we got it's going to be for us being coaches. I'm really excited to have some of these conversations kind of mm-hmm. down some coaching. I said, for some of you, hopefully you enjoy them. Some people not. if you, if you like learning about something outside of the X's and O's, um, you might find some of these discussions very interesting. Yeah. I mean, for context, like this is the United soccer coaches convention. I have never coached soccer, you know, yeah. and you know, I talk this, but I'm really interested in talking to these people because I am a coach as a swim coach and everything. And there's a lot of correlation there. And, yeah. you know, I I'm really excited for what we're going to experience there. And, you know, we get to go out to basically LA again and another short trip, but yeah. uh, slightly longer than the last time we went just for the cup. Um, but yeah. And it's like the week before my birthday. So it's kind of a birthday trip too. Yeah. Um, so we're having a good time. Yeah. All right. So um, that's all for today's episode of the one team we agree on. Make sure to subscribe and leave us comments. And uh, we always love hearing from you. So definitely leave us those comments. Um, and if you have any ideas on future episodes or, you know, people that we shove on or topics, send them our way. And both Jillian and I want to wish you and yours a very happy and safe uh, new year and may 2024 be awesome to everybody. Maybe it hope it be a year of many Philadelphia championships. Yes. And until next time, I'm Kyle. I'm Jillian. And we'll see you at the game. Which will be very soon. Yes, it will.